Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's head out to the KOA Center Health Hotline and bring on a very good friend on a Wednesday who might be having a, a new tattoo. I can't remember, was it a tattoo? Was it a, uh, a centaur statue? I don't know. George Truri, noted 49ers fan and pro football focuses uh, at George Truri, at PFF underscore George. What's up, man? You know, look, I feel uh, hoodwinked, bamboozled, but astray. <laughs> um, there should have been, there was, a, I think, in the, the fine print, there was a clause that if there was a, a player of great value injured in the game, that it was we'd roll the bet over, you know, to something else. And I mean, you guys can't possibly take a ton of credit for Trent Williams, you know, getting injured and then all of a sudden the game turning. So look, I'm not making excuses, but I just mm-hmm. want I just want us to have a fair fight, you know. No, I, I agree. I thought it was uh, I thought it was crass that my DMs to Trent leaked. Uh, you know, they're saying, "Oh my God, look at that body! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh wait, that was uh, that was Adam Levine. I'm sorry." Um, <laughs> You know, I, I just feel like that people should leave private conversations themselves. Uh, but these these teams battle each other close. I I feel like, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but this looked like two of, if not the two best defenses in the NFL, regardless of how the offense is played. Yeah, it's it's a which one is it, right? Is it the offenses having no idea what's going on? And you know, I think there was some, if not a lot, of evidence to that end, but. Yeah, the defenses of both sides are very um, kind of uh, whole, I guess is the way that I would put it. You know, there's not a ton of weakness um, for kind of either side. And you saw that play out, I think, from a pass rush perspective. Um, Certainly, I mean, that's, you know, when Trent Williams went out, they took advantage, right? Um, And, you know, Jimmy G was not, not particularly comfortable in the pocket. And in the secondary, ton of really good play as well. Um, You know, I think you expect... Kyle Shanahan to generate a ton of open throws. There weren't a ton there. And then, you know, they had Kittle back. He probably wasn't hundred percent, but you had the whole full compliment there. Um, and on the other side, you know, Nick Bosa is as good of a pass rusher as there is in the NFL. Uh, and the Niners secondary much improved. So oh, yeah. I would agree with you, but like, I guess my question back to you is from me watching this, I thought both sides, but maybe in particular, the Broncos side, the timing the rhythm, it just did not feel there really at all yet. I would say that's exactly it, and that's been my contention this time. I, I, I felt like during the preseason that they did need preseason snaps, that they did need more time to get on the same page, and they're using, similar to what the Patriots used to do, the, the first four games of the season is the preseason, and unfortunately it cost them a game uh, in the opener there in Seattle. Do, will they get there is the question. You go back and you look at quarterbacks adjusting to this offense, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, guys like they struggled early on. Uh, in fact, their first seasons in this offense were career worsts for them. Now they followed that up with MVP caliber seasons and going to the Super Bowl. But uh, in in Ryan's case, the NFC Championship in Rogers' case. But uh, you know, the, I guess the the question here around Denver is whether Russ ever gets there, and and that is the kind of under the surface boiling point that's happening right now. It's so interesting because we've, I mean, 
we literally saw Aaron Rodgers take a season, you know, to, to get this time. The difference was that in that season, the Packers still <laughs> were, a, were a really successful team, right? And, you know, one of the reasons for that was they, you know, Matt LaFleur did a better job managing the game. They, they had a tremendous defensive performance there, and, it, you know, it manifested itself in victories. So there's always patience for it if the outcomes on the field are working out. So I'll be interested to see, and, and I think it's more glaring here, um, certainly, but, you know, when is, when is the time that you actually feel like it's fair to make that judgment? Because there's no doubt about it. You look at the numbers and we capture this at PFF, like what percentage of a quarterback's throws are made in rhythm. And the jump for Rodgers was not from McCarthy to LaFleur. It was from LaFleur year one to LaFleur year two. And so, you know, maybe the answer is that you need another year. Maybe the answer is that Russell Wilson needs to go do some ayahuasca down mm. in South America. <laughs> Very clearly. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and that's one of the questions that's been brought up this week. I do want to get back to the 49ers offense for a second, but um, that, that's something that's been brought up this week is, okay, well, uh, that final, that one drive that they put together there's a lot of vintage Russell Wilson. Is there a way to capture that in a bottle and, and, and produce more of it? And that's, uh, I guess, a little bit up to Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett because Nathaniel Hackett's been working with him all offseason to try to get the ball out quickly, to try to make quick decisions and not take those hits. But if you go vintage Russell Wilson, you're going to take some hits. That's just what it is. You're going to take some hits. You're going to take some sacks. Yep. I mean, that, that's, the, you know, that's the thing with Russell Wilson in Seattle that constantly we discussed in terms of why, why is he not, you know, a top three guy? Why is he more of a like four through seven, four through 10 guy? And, you know, the sacks are, are egregious. I mean, the offensive line always caught a lot of flack in Seattle, but Russell Wilson, we, we've studied this at, at PFF, you know, the chances of someone taking a sack are based on how long the quarterback's holding onto the ball. Right. And Russell Wilson continuously had a 3.1, you know, 3.0, 3.1 average time to throw. In other words, how long he held on the ball before either throwing it or, or taking sack. And that's significantly above average. I mean, there's only a few quarterbacks every year that are above 3.0. And um, you, I mean, you do not see that happening in Green Bay, for example, right? There is a lot of on rhythm, on time, quick throws. And the longer developing plays come off of play action, right? That's the beauty of play action is that it gives you more time to throw, right? It, it kind of slows things down in front and gives the, the receivers more time to get open. So that would, I mean, I, I still am of the belief that that system is the right system and that Russell Wilson needs to figure out how to be himself within it, which is, I think what Rogers managed to do. Um, and, you know, it's might be a little harder for Russ though, because he has not been given or has not had in, in the past as much um, kind of creative freedom as, as Rodgers has. And so he might be, it might be a little harder for him to learn. But I think you've got to give him a season, right? You've got to at least give him a season. And let's see where they end up at the end of the season. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree, except for, I mean, you know the patience out here in Denver. As soon as they got Russell Wilson, it became like, well, if they're not a playoff team, yeah. it's a bust. And maybe we're looking at a one-and-done head coach. I mean, all, all those things <laughs> start flying around and, uh, I, I love that you've come on here, 
even last week when it was 49ers week and said, patience, guys, this, this is going to take a little bit of time. So I hope uh, Broncos fans are listening to that. I do want to ask you about the patience you have with the 49ers offense for just a second <laughs> because Jimmy Garoppolo pulling his best Dan Orlovsky for a moment, uh, talking about taking sacks. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the interesting thing for me, my observation, I just want to see if this lines up with you. We, we came into the week saying, well, boy, what, what a lucky break, I guess, because you lose your starter, and guess what? You have a guy that's been taking you to NFC Championship games and the Super Bowl. That's who's your backup. But he looked like a backup. He didn't look like a starter out there, and, and that has me, if I'm a 49ers fan, a bit concerned. Well, it, it, to me, there, there are two things at play here. The first is I don't expect a guy – and I thought this was interesting. I was talking to Chris before the broadcast, and um, he was like, did you know that Jimmy G, he mentioned this on the broadcast itself, like didn't have a playbook? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. They just gave him a playbook. And, um, you know, it's it's one thing to come in, like, in support, right, as, you know, off the bench, and, like, you get a little bit of, of grace, and, you're, you know, people are there rooting for you and all that stuff. And then when you come in and you start the game, it's just a little bit different. And so I think he's got to get into that groove a little bit. But here's the bigger point, guys. This is what we've known about Jimmy. This is why they drafted Trey Lance. If the ecosystem around Jimmy G is not perfect, he is not going to get more out of it, right? He's not going to mitigate those issues that you have. He's not going to kind of raise uh, the play of everyone else. And you saw that Trent Williams goes down, and it looks like the entire offense completely decombusts. And that's, that's Jimmy G, I think, in a nutshell. Um, another data point that I just I, I thought really said it well, and this is a young rising star that everyone should go follow, a guy named Arjun Menon, a uh, guy who is actually in college at um, University of Michigan. And he tweets out a ton of great data viz as a writer for us at PFF. And it was how quarterbacks performed by whether the coverage was disguised or not. So you basically look at, like, does the, does the safety alignment before the play change? They're actually playing a different coverage than what they show pre, pre, uh, pre-snap. pre And Jimmy G has the highest performance when they don't disguise coverage <laughs> and the lowest performance when they did disguise coverage. Now, very small sample, uh, obviously, so far this year, but not entirely surprising, right? He will do what is called and what is given to him based on the people around him as well as anyone else out there. And that's why there is some attractiveness not just off the football field, but on the football field for Jimmy G. But when uh, when things get muddled, right, it's not it's he's not the guy that's going to kind of pull you out. So um, am I concerned? No, this is what I expected. I'm concerned long term because you've spent three first round picks on a guy that you are going to have play like five total games in three years. And that's going to make it very hard from an evaluation standpoint, and honestly, very hard on training. Well, that kind of dovetails into what I was going to ask there. I mean, we kind of know the book on Jimmy G's out there. We know what he is. We know what he isn't. We know why the Niners traded all those picks to go get him, get Trey Lance in the first place. And, and Jimmy's a guy who, you know, he, he's serviceable. Uh, he, he can be efficient. You can get to a Super Bowl with him if everything goes right, but he's never going to carry your team. Trey Lance has otherworldly abilities, but the player that he is and the player that he could be have never met. And, and, and how likely do we think that's going to be when we're talking about a guy who's barely played since high school? Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how you, there's I, who's the most raw quarterback that has come into the league and had success. I mean, I think it's got to be Josh Allen, but Josh Allen, like at least played football. And in his Wyoming year, the, the penultimate one, which was the one that got me hooked on Josh Allen, 
the dude was making insane throws in challenging ish situations, not necessarily against great competition, but like, you know, tough situations. Trey Lance, not only has, has, you know, only played select games, he's only had taken like 20 snaps uh, in college or the pros or sorry, in college uh, with a deficit, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I, I don't know that there is any precedent for this. Even the guys that were quote unquote raw, um, had a little more on, on tape, a little more data than Trey Lance does. So, man, I, I have no idea, but I would say that the odds, in, you know, does this work out for the Niners took a, a really, 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 really big hit. And I don't, I don't know that we, you know, it's not, you don't kind of want to bury the body before, <laughs> before right. you know, it's just a fact. I just think it's important to acknowledge how tough it's going to be. Obviously, you root for it to, to work out for the guy, but um, it's going to be really challenging. All right, last one I have for you before we ask you about your pick for the Raiders game, <laughs> and I hope you're picking the Raiders. Uh, I want to ask, <laughs> I'm messing with you on that, but uh, Pastor Tan uh, did not give up a single catch yes. in the game, and yet not an elite grade uh, for PFF. I, I know you're, you're prepared for this one because people have been tagging you in a bunch of tweets about it, so I just wanted to get your thoughts. No, and and uh, I appreciate that. For, we talked about this a bunch, yep. right? And and PFF grading is something that we have to do at scale, right? We have to be able to grade every single play and every single player in a very a relatively short amount of time, right? Um, and to do that, you have to have a system that doesn't break under duress, right? And so there are always going to be these these kind of areas uh, for optimization. One of the ones that is has been clear is coverage and one of the ways that we're actually working on that is we're now grading not just targeted plays but every single uh route and and every single coverage uh snap and that's not yet integrated into the zero to 100 grades that you're seeing we're we're testing it out we're developing it further it's an area of focus for us so i want to be transparent there it's one of the, the coverage grade is one of the trickiest ones and it's also one of the ones that we have to do the most work on that said all of that said, um, they, if you go kind of watch, uh, you know, watch the, the tape there, there were three different plays where the result of the play was not, it was an incompletion, but it was because of either a drop or an off target throw. Um, shout out Jimmy G. Yep. I think that was the Ayuk one down the sideline. <laughs> yeah, and, and Jimmy threw it about 10 yards out of bounds. And, you know, it would have taken a good throw, but like if, if he had placed the throw correctly, I think Ayuk, you know, makes that makes that grab or has a decent chance to make that grab. There are a couple of other drops there. So you have to take those in, in sure. context and say, well, if those were caught, which you'd expect, you know, what, what would you have graded that? And that's the way that we grade those plays. So we, if it's a drop, we don't give that credit to the corner. We, we say, look, the corner did as good of a job to allow a pass that could have been a catch if it was, if the receiver did their job. And so that's why the grade comes down a little bit. Um, but I'll say this. The macro view is a couple of incredible uh, pass breakups that earned one of our highest grades, both of those plays. Um, and if you look at that grade over the course of the season, that's one of the other challenging things with PFF grades, like the game-to-game grading. If you grade in the 70s over the course of the season, you're going to have a higher grade yeah. at the end of the year. It's something that we're working on making better, more transparent. So it's, it's something that I want to completely um, acknowledge as being tough to, to understand. I would take this away. Was it as good of a game as you would want with zero catches on six targets? No, it was not. I think the grade shows that. Was it a really encouraging game on a play-by-play basis? Absolutely. I think uh, Sertan is a stud. So hopefully that 
hopefully that, that no, that's great. everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And again, you know, like I, 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 you and I've talked about this stuff and you've come on and talked about it and, and you've always been a good sport about us challenging uh, some of these scores, but that's the one that everybody, and of course, because yeah. you come on the show for now several years, as soon as they see that Broncos fans are like, oh, you got to grill George about this. I'm like, listen, I, I think I know why that grade ended up being the case. But well, let me be honest. I, I do the same thing, man. Um, like just to, to kind of take you behind the curtain, like every single Sunday night, I'm talking with our content team, with our talent, uh, most of whom have graded games for like Mike Renner, Sam Monson, Steve Palazzolo, and our head of analysis who is in charge of all the grading, Ben Stockwell. And, you know, I learned things. Like I was surprised by the Sertan grade and, and I asked and, you know, we talked about it and that's how I'm able to have this conversation with you guys here. I learned some things, right? I watched the game and my takeaway was, my God, this guy probably has a 90 PFF grade. And it wasn't until I actually watched back all the plays and go, oh yeah, that was a drop. Oh, that was a drop, you know? Right. And like that I think is the value of it. As long as we are able to explain that without, you know, getting kind of hot taking and angry and all that stuff. Absolutely. I just want to ask you about 30 seconds left. I just want to yeah. ask you who's winning this game, Broncos, Raiders, Raiders favored by two on the road. <sighs> I mean, it sounds ridiculous to me to make this Raiders team with Derek Carr and it's like 50 PFF grade a favorite. Um, so I've got it. This is going to be tough, but I think, think I'm going to ride with Broncos country here. And uh, as much as the subway commercial makes me not want to do that, <laughs> the data tells me to do so. So I guess, I guess I'm feeling uh, dangerous, unlimited, whatever the hell you want to call it. We'll get you that Drew Lock jersey in the mail. All right. Sounds great. George, <laughs> you're the man. We appreciate you. We'll check in with you on time next week. Thank you. Thank you, fellas. Appreciate it. George Drury at PFF underscore George. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.